What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to the WhatCast, and welcome to this special report on what the fuck is going on in the sky. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, we're, we're not even halfway through the second month of the year, and we've got some crazy fucking shit going on with, with all these spy balloons and, and now potentially a UFO being shot down over Alaska, question mark. I mean, by the time, so we're recording this. Just so everyone is aware, um, we are recording this on Friday, February 10th, and today there was a confirmation by the Pentagon that an unidentified aerial object had been shot down over the skies of Alaska um, at 40,000 feet, and uh, it crashed into the water and they're recovering it. And all that they've said so far on this subject is that it was the size of a car. Uh, It was silver and cylindrical in shape. There were no signs of any sort of propulsion system and it was just floating there. So there was a, uh, ABC news correspondent named Martha Raditz who was reporting on this and at the time of the report, they were saying that there were fighters that were scrambled and that the pilots did get visuals and said that there was no sign the object had any propulsion. It was described as being cylindrical and silverish gray, and it seemed to be floating. When the official was asked if it was balloon-like, his response was, All I can say is that it wasn't flying with any sort of propulsion. So if that's balloon-like... Well, we just don't have enough at this point. Hmm. So at this point uh, in the evening, this is all the information that we really know on this. Um, Other than we know that President Biden himself ordered to have this shot down earlier today. This seems just like a a, a series of mistakes. I think that uh, they, they let the spy balloon linger too long and people bitch that... I mean, I thought it was weird that they they just let it chill there for so long. And people bitched about that, myself included, I guess. And when this thing appeared, he, they didn't want the criticism again, so they just shot it down. Do you think this might be an overreaction of them trying to finally study these UAPs? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. I think they shot down a fucking UFO. I mean, maybe. Maybe they did. Maybe it's just another spy plane, but it's interesting, or or spy balloon rather. But uh, isn't interesting? All of these Chinese balloons, um, they all seem to be like these big white balloons. And uh, I was doing some some reading over this past week, uh, you know, as things were developing with with this story, and it was admitted that there have been five of these that have been. Um, Five spy balloons that have been reported over um, over U.S. airspace, and 
this one, the one that they shot down on Saturday, um, they realized what it was and the balloon itself was 200 feet in diameter. So it's a big fucking balloon, which is why I, I think a lot of people that were reporting, um, seeing it early on were reporting, you know, basically a UFO sighting and why the one, the, the dude in Montana, uh, posted that video of it just kind of hovering in the air, um, that we talked about last week for, for anyone that, for anybody that may be listening, um, we, we've got a second show that typically when we take a week off here, we'll post it. Uh, it's called casting what's, um, and I, I think we posted our first episode on the main feed as well, but, um, for, for anyone who, who just wants, you know, more of our bullshit, you can check that out on our off weeks. But, um, it's not like a paranormal show typically, but because this was at the time last last week when we recorded, um, all this balloon stuff was was new. We decided to to kind of just shoot the shit about it for a little bit, make some wild speculations, and get a little conspiratorial. Um, so if you want to listen to that, that's cool. Um, I'll, I'll probably go over some of the stuff I covered there as well, but. Um, they when we when we were recording that all the stuff was new so we didn't have a lot of information to really go on other than they were saying it was a chinese um balloon and we saw the video that was posted from montana showing this what looked to be a glowing ball in the sky but i think it was uh just light reflecting off the balloon making it look like it was glowing but um in the video i mean you're looking at the video and and you're like, what the fuck is that? What could that possibly be? Um, so without without having any sort of context or other knowledge about what this thing is, I it's easy to see why it could be called a UFO. Um, but again, this is a big, round, white balloon. And what was shot down today was said to be cylindrical and silver. Um, so, I mean, that's not to say it's not a balloon or a blimp or something. Um, but at this point, we don't know. Could this be another Roswell sort of thing? Like, um, I, I, I don't know. I've got some some weird feelings about this one. As do I. I mean, I thought I. it's funny that you mention people maybe seeing this balloon in the sky with no context. Unfortunately for me, I, I found out about it and they were already calling it a Chinese spy balloon, which I find strange to begin with. I don't I don't know how they're identifying it as Chinese. I said that in casting what's and I found it strange that they're so quick to call this balloon ch- Chinese name it you know something where it was from. And with this thing they're just calling it a flying object, a high altitude object. Yeah, unidentified high altitude object. Right, that's to me that's strange. I and don't And they they're they're making sure not to call it flying, they're calling it aerial. And and it Again, this this goes to we've been talking about this since the the um the tic tic tac video came out and that article came out about uh a tip and all that shit. Um, but it but it's interesting how like the the main the the main people that are quote unquote studying this are now labeling these. They're no longer UFOs. They are unidentified aerial phenomena. Which is interesting because now we're seeing this thing being described as aerial, and yeah, I, it 
I guess you can say it makes sense because they are objects in the air, but I, I just feel like there's a reason why they changed the name. Um, Don't you think it steps away from uh, there being an actual vehicle involved? In a way, yes, but I think that they changed it purposely so that they could kind of um, use this term to cover a wide range of potential uh sightings or or objects or events okay um and i i do so getting back to the chinese balloon for a minute here if if i may um we know that the chinese balloon was over our airspace for many days uh it was allowed to cross over our country um coming from the west and it was shot down off the coast of uh south carolina so it it was allowed to go, you know, basically wherever <laughs> it, it, they they were able to determine that the spy balloon, the uh, antenna that was on the spy balloon, there there were you know, various different antennas for uh, surveillance purposes, but this was supposed to be um, seeking out uh, secret U.S. Com- communication signals. And I mentioned on Casting What's, this flew right over the area uh, that where Malmstrom Air Force Base is. So uh, that's that's the Air Force Base that has uh, one of the largest... I, actually, it might be the largest nuclear arsenal that we have. Um, and it was also the place that had been um, where the UFOs shut down the towers. And made a lot of flyovers. And um, so this thing ended up flying over there. But they, because they knew what it was looking for, they are claiming that the uh, military was able to take steps to prevent any communications from being picked up by, by this device. And while once they were aware of it, they were watching it and kind of trying to learn more about it. Trying, I, I don't know, you know, exactly what technology was used to determine what this thing is, but they were able to learn a lot about the surveillance, the Chinese surveillance program. But the, to me, the the weird thing is the fact that there's this spy balloon being sent over. Um, allegedly, it wasn't detected until it had crossed a couple of states. And it just has these huge Chinese characters written on it. Like, it just seems so weird to me that, like, if if you were flying a spy device over a foreign country, that you would just put your fucking, your, your alphabet right on there. Like, you know, might as well put made in the USA and then we'll fly it over. And then you can shoot it down and be like, <laughs> no, it says USA right on there. And be like, oh, I don't know, it wasn't us. Like... That's the shittiest spy device ever. Like we've got we've got our logo right here, so you know it's us. And it seems like it would be something that's a little bit expensive just to fly up there, put your logo on it, and be like, hopefully it'll last a little while longer than last time. I mean, maybe they won't shoot it down this time. It, it that is very weird and suspicious. So let me let me propose a little a little something here. Um, at the risk of getting too conspiratorial. I would like to outline a potential conspiracy theory that I've been thinking about since last week. Like, I, and I talked about it a bit in the in the casting what's episode as well. But 
with with this uh, thing being shut down today, and you know, given the context of of these Chinese spy balloons, what if these quote unquote Chinese spy balloons are actually something you know, a, a fake spy balloon that was created by our own government? And the reason for the creation is so that if people see UFOs, they'll start associating them with with spy planes or you know spy balloons or spy blimps, whatever. Um, what if what if the government knew about these uh, UFOs or a potential UFO encounter? or incursion or landing flyover whatever and they knew this area had these had ufos and so they created this whole spy balloon thing so that when they announced that they shot something down people are going to immediately assume it's another chinese balloon and then in the future anytime you see a white orb in the sky chinese balloon and then we can just start blowing these things out of the sky left and right. And people aren't going to say we're shooting down UFOs. We're all of a sudden under attack by all these surveillance things that we need to shoot down to protect the secrets of America and to protect the American people. Meanwhile, our own government is spying on us left and right. But uh, they're able to uh, take out all of these UFOs as they fly over without any real worries of the public uh lashing out or freaking out or doing anything like that so for lack of a better term i guess uh there's this seems to be the start of some type of conditioning operation well dude i've been saying this since since they came out and, and officially started declassifying videos and and acknowledging that ufos are real mm -hmm. i've been saying that this is a whole this is a whole process and they're working this process to muddy the waters with with military uh, exercises, and this allows them to to fly secret craft without anybody questioning it. This will allow them to uh, shoot things out of the sky without anybody questioning it. Um, you know, it's and 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 when you muddy the waters, like you you say UFOs are real, that covers your ass for your secret spy your secret technology that you're flying in the skies but then you start throwing out this spy balloon thing and now you're you're going the other way where where anything you see in the sky it's not a ufo it's not experimental military aircraft it's spies and there and it seems almost like if you were going to uh design a plan to cover up both your secret activities as well as the potential reality of uh, UFOs, UAPs, whatever. I, I don't want to say aliens because I'm not going down that road. But um, the best way to do it is to acknowledge the existence of mystery things and then provide a plausible explanation for what a lot of these mystery things could potentially be. And I, I think it's interesting that not even, what, two weeks ago now or three weeks ago, they came out with that report. And in the report, they were saying there was like 50% or 45% or something that of the reports that they had studied that were unexplained. And now, just a few short weeks later, we're getting incursions into our airspace by spy balloons. 
And now a week removed from that, we've got a mystery object that was shot down over Alaska. Now, we talked it, a little bit about it, this on casting what. Um, I'm sure there's other times where there's been spy craft spotted and, and stuff like that. And you looked it up and you said that these balloons have been spotted all over the fucking place, right? Like for years. Yeah, there and and it's the same type of balloon um, has been reported. I, I believe I said it was in. There was one reported in India a couple of years ago. Um, actually, last Friday, as we were recording this episode, there was breaking news that one was just spotted over uh, Costa Rica, and I didn't follow up on that, so I don't know what ended up happening with that. But um, as of Friday, they they said there's one over Costa Rica as well. So I don't know. It's a lot of uh, a lot of weirdness. Well, I I heard on the news that when the Chinese government was asked about the, about these balloons, they said, "Yeah, sorry about that. It's a weather balloon." I mean, like you said, putting putting their a logo in in Chinese on it doesn't make much sense. But if that's the case, why are they all of a sudden appearing everywhere? Uh, it, right. It, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, and the the so they're they're. China acknowledged the fact that it's theirs, and they're like, "Oh, our bad, basically." Um, but it it kind of makes me wonder if maybe, like, much like like the political system inside the United States with the Republicans and Democrats, if um, world leaders are much the same way, where it's where it's like WWE, where it's you know you're you're to the eyes of the public, you're all fucking enemies and you want to beat each other up but when the public's not looking you're tipping back beers having a good time being buddies and just hanging out you know just you're you're really working for the same goals working towards the same thing working for the same people so i i wonder if if maybe and and again this is this is a big if I, and it's not even really what uh like i doubt this is what's really happening but what if what if China and the United States are working together uh, to muddy the waters regarding the UFO subject. And so they're kind of just throwing everything at the wall right now and be like, oh, look, look, spy balloons. Yep. Chinese spy program. And then who knows in the fucking in China, maybe they're having U.S. fucking spy balloons coming through. Right. Or, or some other country or maybe something else entirely and it's just we're not hearing about it over here i don't know i don't i don't scour chinese news maybe i should maybe i should start looking at chinese news in english and seeing if there's any weird ufo things going on that's a very interesting point there i wonder if this is i don't know give give us a target china okay we'll, we'll fly some weather balloons over and we'll call them spy ones and yeah everybody working together could be very well could be I mean, if if I'm sure that there's been other spy drones and balloons uh, that other countries have had over American soil before, I'm sure that's something that happens all the time. Um, why why are we hearing about this one so much? I haven't seen anything about the one that was over uh, South America. Like you said, there's one in India, over India a few years ago. You, we talked about one that was uh, found uh, floating over Japan. Like in 2020. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about the one in Japan, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, 
those that's more like that's world news i guess but why are they making a big deal out of this one and it yeah i think i think you're onto something there with at least with the conditioning stuff i mean like <laughs> when they shot it down i i was i was worrisome as far as them not shooting it down sooner but uh when you sent me the information that that the that screenshot that you sent about the thing they shot down I was like holy shit like of course mike was right again with what was going to happen but i mean that's that's quick if this is conditioning that's really quick well it's it's not really like think think about it like the so 2017 we had the uh leak of that video um and then the uh, the government came out and confirmed that it was real. They declassified the shit and the New York times article came out. We learned about a tip. We learned about Lou Elizondo and fucking Tom, whatever from blink 182 started doing his thing. And then I, you just, so look at, look at throughout history. Um, when you want to get, a point across or you want to get a message the the first thing to do is find someone that will um be able to get your message out there um that will have some connection with the people and and it, when when we were coming up in in the research thing like all all of the researchers were like these fucking weirdos no one knew like unless you went to conventions or like really stayed up to like two in the morning to watch an obscure UFO documentary. Um, you weren't going to know who a lot of these researchers were. Um, but now you've got like the, the, the Tom DeLong coming out and you know, he's cool punk band guy. And then you've got fucking hipster douche, Jeremy Corbell out there doing his thing. And, uh, Lou Elizondo is like a, a, a fucking military man's man, you know, like one of those guys. And it, and it's like they're, they've got this whole cast of characters that are coming out now. And it's like the the old guard, the the researchers that have been there, you know, since fucking with the ex I, I shouldn't say all of them because George Knapp is very much front and center now. But, um, you know, at this point, I wonder how authentic George Nappas, you know, like he used to be the guy who was like, well, look, he, he's, he's not a UFO guy. He's a journalist. And, and he was made to be a believer. Now he's like the journalist that's taking this seriously. But, um, I wonder how much he's been pulled in. Cause he's been, you know, he was the one that broke the, uh, Bob Lazar story. And now he's got a podcast with Jeremy Corbell and I, I, I don't even know if I've said anything on the podcast or if it's just been you and I talking in person or, you know, off offline. But um, Jeremy Corbell was a guy that I was like, I found super interesting when he first started doing his shit. And he was like putting out all these like really cool cases and doing a lot of really cool research. And, and um, you know, he seemed to be a guy who was... Uh, enthusiastic and and super curious ab about the subject and and like just wanting to learn more and research and and get out there and actually investigate um 
And then he, he started making these documentaries. And I think the, the first big one he did that kind of like really started to put him out there was the Skinwalker Ranch one. And then from there he did the, the Bob Lazar one. And we did cover the Bob Lazar one on, on the show. And it was a good documentary, but I feel like once he put that one out, that's like what thrust him into the limelight. Like he was like the guy at that point. He was the one that was able to to actually get Bob Lazar to come out after all these years and start talking about the stuff again. And not only that, but built a whole fucking documentary about it. Right. And I feel like that he kind of got a big head. But as a result of that, I think that likely as, as a result of, of the fame and popularity, not as a result of the big headedness, but... Um, as a result of that coming out and all the attention that he got, uh, I really, I, I think that, that likely opened up avenues for him, um, where, uh, I think he's kind of like led into, to the fold a little bit, so to speak, where he now becomes a disinfo agent and he's, a lot of people are looking at him and same with the, the, to the stars Academy and Tom DeLonge and Lou Elizondo and all those guys looking at them as being like, well, look, these guys are, are, they've got connections with insiders and they're giving us all this information and blah, blah, blah. But what, and, and uh, I I hate to beat a dead horse because I know I've said this a million times, especially in relation to this fucking UAP thing and the admission from the government. But Richard Doty was an inside man who was giving information to outside sources and I mean, all you have to do is look at the Paul Benowitz case to see how that turned out. So it's very possible that these people are being duped by who they're considering to be insiders. Uh, and they're being fed all this information. That's bullshit. Like I remember last year when they, or was it two years ago? I think it was last year where the, the video came out with those flying blinking pyramids. Yeah. And, the, and, uh, Jeremy Corbell was the one that released that. And when he released it, he said he received confirmation that these videos are authentic. And what we're seeing is what really happened. And very quickly, that video was debunked by the Corridor Crew channel. Um, they knew exactly what it was. And they they put out a video where they were looking at these UFO videos and trying to figure out, you know, what what they were and and the corridor crew for anyone who doesn't know they're like a special effects team and they've got a youtube channel it's fucking excellent i highly recommend it but they they've got a few videos where they look at paranormal videos and they try to debunk them using um modern um special effects technology i guess um but they they looked at that video in particular shortly after it was released and instantly said these are just blinking lights could be from planes could be from drones could be from whatever that uh due to the graininess of night vision uh instead of like when you'd see a, a light on low quality camera usually it would take the form of like a, a pixelated square or like a you know some sort of weird shape but um with this particular type of camera because of the low quality and the low light and the fact that it's in night mode, um, they, these lights take on the way the light reflects through the lens or refracts through the lens. It creates this, uh, 
triangular shape. And so they, they said that very early, early on. And while they, while that video came out, Jeremy Corbell was still like, he didn't acknowledge that video or say anything about it. But when they put that video out, he was still making the round saying that this was authentic footage, et cetera, et cetera. And it has since come out and officially been verified that these were um, drones that were flying over the ship and they were being recorded by a night vision camera, which created this effect that looks like flying pyramids. I, so, I believe in it was the UAP hearings that they debunked that one like live right yeah, there. You're, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was. It was that the one that from last year. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's just further shows that these all these people that are front and center saying that they're here to to break the news and and bring about disclosure they're they're fucking bought and paid for and if they're not bought and paid for then they're being duped and I, and I think and I talked about this with Tom before but I think it's a matter of ego getting in the way you know you you get pulled down this road and you're like well you're going to be the person you're going to be the voice of disclosure you're going to be the one that's getting this information that's going to help us spread this to the world and, you know, you're told all this stuff and you start to feel self-important and, and, you know, you, you've got, you're the one that's getting this knowledge. You are the chosen one that's here to help bring humanity, the, the truth about aliens and extraterrestrial technology and all that shit. Um, and then, so it gets to a point where you're, you don't, you, you might start to believe the lies even as you start to realize that they are lies because, you are the chosen one. You know, why, why would it be a lie at this point? You know, you've been led down this road. You've gone this far. This can't be a lie. This has to be the reality of the situation. I'm not being Paul Benowitz. God damn it. This is real. <laughs> I can trust the government this time. Yeah. But I, I, I really strongly feel that all these people are either under the payroll of the people who have the actual answers or they're being duped and tricked into thinking that, what they're putting out there is real and and actually uh, providing information to the public when in reality it's not real. It's it's all it's all a big fucking game of make believe. Yeah, and it kind of seems like that tactic would be like uh, an evolution of older tactics. You can't just make somebody disappear without people noticing these days. I mean, just imagine being. Jeremy Corbell. I mean, we've made fun of how he his watches get fancier every appearance he makes. But just imagine being this kid who's put in a lot of work. I mean, like you said, the Bobby Laser documentary was great. I was sto I was stoked to see uh, Bobby Laser's talking again, and gave him props for being able to do that. Uh, and I I like his stuff. I really do. But just imagine being in his situation. And not have like Agent X come in and ice pick him and leave his body in the bathroom of an abandoned building in some industrial fucking park or something like that. But just being approached and being like, okay, you know, you've got our attention. Imagine this. We're just going to let you keep doing what you're doing. You're going to say what we're, we want you to say. But, you know, you get to get your new watches. And, hey, you know, how do you think we got you on Joe Rogan, man? We We shot him an email. That's how, you know, we've got you over a million Instagram followers, everything that's in the modern person wants. I guess what I'm trying to say, the modern person probably be bought out so easy, right? Yeah. Especially if you're like, 
it, it's not like uh, being a researcher in the paranormal field is profitable, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so being a guy who's put in as much work as Jeremy Corbell has, and all of a sudden you're getting put into the line. Like, I don't, I'm not saying the dude's a fucking multimillionaire or anything, but the dude's clearly, you know, he's comfortable. He's, he's, he's making decent money doing this stuff now. Like, this is what he does. This is how he earns a living. So, um, I, I, I don't, someone who's put in the work, I can't see them turning it down when it's, especially if it's being framed as like a, a sort of thing where they're, they're working towards his ego and saying, you're going to be the voice, you know, you put in the work and that's an, that's an, I think it would be an, uh, an easy way to get someone convinced is by basically letting playing to their ego and being like, you put in the hard work. We know that you are capable of doing this. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're well-spoken. You've got some good ideas. You're able to put together a good documentary. Um, the people love you. They, they, you yeah. Know. Let's, let's scoop this guy up and, and he's going to help get the word out. And of course, I mean, being in his shoes, hearing all that, like it's got to sound fucking awesome. But then, and that's, that's the, the wildest thing to me is that everyone's aware of the Paul Benowitz story at this point. You know, I mean, they, they wrote a book, Mirage Men, and then did a documentary about it. The story was legendary even before that with, with Richard Doty coming out and saying that basically he's a disinfo agent and, and everything he's been putting out there has been bullshit. Um, so to, to hear that story and be aware of that story and the, and the fact that, that not only that, that was happening, but that now they put that out there. Like, I, I feel like the fact that that's out there now is whoever's behind the cover up just mocking us now because they're saying, ha look what we did, but they're continuing the same tactics. Like you think it's going to be any fucking different now? between now or then and, and what they're doing now, it's just, they've got at the time that the Paul Benowitz thing happened, they didn't have social media. You know, there wasn't people broadcasting live at any given time. There wasn't people posting pictures of every single thing they do in life online. Like, like now you've got such like the, the best marketing you can, you could ever think of. And you get someone who's, who's like a, a well-known, respected person within the UFO paranormal community, and you have him throwing out your bullshit for you, and it's that's reaching millions of people every single day. And then even people that don't follow him will, but are still interested in the subject, they're going to get picked, you know, they're going to pick up on it. So it's like this whole thing where where they're they're able to create disinfo from within, you know, it, it, it's not like it's uh, it's like they're bringing down the researchers from the inside, like guys like Stephen Greer, who back in the early 2000s was doing fucking amazing shit for disclosure, getting all these witnesses and putting together that witness documentary thing. That was incredible. I think it was 2001. Anyone who hasn't seen that, who's interested in, in um, sightings by government and military officials, just look up. Uh, disclosure project witness documentary or witness interviews, something like that. Um, but there's there's two 
there's two parts on um on YouTube. Uh, one of the first part is two hours, I think, and I think the second part is like an hour and twenty minutes or something. But all it is, it's just like there's no no narrator, no bullshit. It's just literally all that it is is the witness telling their story, and then it goes to the next witness. Witness telling their story, next witness, and they're all either um, they all either work in the military, in the government, or uh, work for uh, uh, private airlines. So it's all people that would, you know, have experience with, with sightings. Um, and it's, it's amazing. And, you know, he did the original where he called a bunch of these witnesses together to uh, do a, a hearing in front of, it wasn't in front of Congress, but it was in front of uh, a bunch of congressmen and women. Um, but, then I mean, and now we we look at the fucking crazy shit he's doing now, charging ten gajillion dollars for a fucking camping trip, essentially. Right. It's I'm preposterous. Just, to the best of my knowledge, no new documentaries or anything like that either. He had the one unacknowledged. Um, I think there there might have been one after unacknowledged as well. But I mean, then he had that whole the the Atacama thing, that little mummy. That was found. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's a fucking alien. And then they did the test on it and it had human DNA, which still, I still stand by the fact that that they should have made a much bigger deal out of that than they did. Like the fact that that had human DNA and it looked like that, like that's fucking wild, man. Yeah. Like they should have done a lot more studies on that. Yeah. That's strange in itself. That does it's it doesn't make sense. I mean, you gotta basically look past just the the the, the news article, man. Just the news report. It's it, it, when they tested it and said it had human DNA. I, I guess that that's enough for people. Like I said a few episodes ago, that satisfies their curiosity. Hmm, and they move on. But but here's here's a a thing that I. I wanted to propose to you and that's it kind of leads me to this um so that thing that mummy had human dna looking at it there's very little resemblance to a human you know other than the fact that it's got two arms and two legs like it's got a weird shaped head its bone structure was weird just there was a lot of anomalous things about that mummy you know the, the fact that it was what like two feet long or something i don't know if that and i remember seeing yeah. them going through the structure of its rib cage in great detail like yeah like the the big thing with the rib cage was that its rib cage would not have been possible for a child like it was an adult's rib cage and i think that was the the weirdest thing and maybe that had an extra rib as well there's something else weird, and yeah. there, there were a few th- weird things with the the skeletal structure that that was off. But uh, it it makes me wonder, like, what if what if this whole thing, like the just as an example, that the fact that this came back with human DNA, um, and people are are immediately it's got human DNA, therefore it's not alien. But what if these whatever's behind the phenomenon and whatever this thing is was um 
what if it's all together and what if it actually is humans and the the biggest secret of all is that these ufos and these abductions and all that shit it's being done by other humans by a, by a civilization that we're not even aware of and that's why it's being kept so secret it's not the fact that people are going to lose their shit about aliens coming from outer space it's the fact that there's a another group of hu- another c- human civilization potentially that lives on this earth or in the earth or in the ocean who the fuck knows that are now here and don't answer to any of our governments or any of our laws and they're able to work basically uh, of their own accord like do whatever they want to do and they're beholden to no one because their existence is so secret and so like that thing had human dna because it is in fact human it's just a weird mutation of humanity and they they're they like these crafts or ufos or they're they're not spaceships they're not interstellar vehicles they're not able to traverse space and jump light years they they just they're a different technology that is able to uh basically fly as well as submerge like it it makes me wonder a completely unrelated to ufo but um actually i don't did we ever do an episode on coral castle do you recall i believe we did in florida okay so for anyone who doesn't know there's a place in florida called coral castle which is like this weird i i don't even it's not really a castle it it's like this uh art display thing that this one one person did all of this but it's like stacked stones and and huge blocks that are are positioned in weird places and and this guy claims to have done it all himself but has never said how um but there were these kids that i guess were were spying on him one time and they saw him with these cones and he was using these cones to make these rocks levitate basically and so like he would balance like somehow the the rocks would levitate and using the cones he would be able to kind of float the stones between these these cones and position it into into the place he wanted it so it makes me wonder if and if this could be the technology um that was used to design a lot of these ancient monuments megaliths like the pyramids or the uh foundations at Baalbek or or uh Gobekli Tepe any of those you know the big names on ancient aliens all the time they're like how did they do it was it otherworldly entities no it was people on earth that had technology that we forgot um and there's a great documentary series called ancient apocalypse um which is basically ancient aliens without the aliens um that's proposing maybe it's a ancient civilization that's been lost to time that's behind it but what if it's all one and the same? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, what if this technology that they had to levitate these huge stones, because we don't know how the fuck these things were put into place. Still to this day, we don't know how it was done. And what if they have this technology to move the, the rocks, but it's also they can use the same technology to levitate and to take it further to fly at high altitudes in the sky but also create a field around a craft so that they could also submerge underwater. 
And what if this tech, just to take it further and get even fucking crazier with it, what if this technology was able to create pockets underwater where you could have a city, say, you know, like maybe a, a bubble city. And no, I'm not, I'm not saying that Atlantis itself sunk and, and, you know, we've got a Namor or Aquaman sort of situation going on. What I'm saying is, what it, I mean, they very well could come from fucking Atlantis. And just kind of to add to that, isn't it weird all the stuff that's coming out about the Rishat structure and, and the Sahara Desert of Africa being linked to Atlantis now and all the research going into that? Like, it, that, I mean, maybe it's just coincidental, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe whoever this civilization was is making a comeback. And they're kind of guiding these discoveries so that when they finally come back, it's like, oh, shit, it was here all the time. Hmm. I mean, we know we know that humans in general, like as a whole, not individuals are perfectly fine and wonderful. And there's plenty of, of super sexy, awesome people out there. And most of them are what cast patrons. But I'm sure some of you non patrons are, are sexy and wonderful as well. But as a whole. Humans are the fucking worst. <laughs> so would it really be too much to to speculate that that an ancient civilization, uh, over time, separated from the rest of of humanity for one whether it be flooding, whatever they wanted to hide their technology, maybe they were assholes and got chased away. I don't know. One reason or another, the civilization went into hiding. People being shitty as they are. You know, they, they sit in the water or underwater, or underground, wherever the fuck they're hiding out. And they've got their society and they come up here and they, over the centuries, over the millennia, they've grown to resent us. Because here we are living under the sun where they used to live and and now, now is their time to come back. And so they they're started out with abductions, taking us in the night mutilating us, doing all sorts of fucking tests, killing our cows, creating chupacabras, all that shit. Dropping off Mothmans. Yep. And and then they uh they 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 basically they want revenge on us. So they're they're kind of steering everything into this whole thing. They 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 probably created the whole fucking Anunnaki Nibiru thing. Like we'll come back and we'll be, we will be as gods. When really they're just fucking assholes that have been living underground for the past 2,000 years or whatever. And I guess it would probably be more like 12,000 years. But either way, fuck those guys. Stop killing our cows and taking our babies. You sons of bitches. Thank you for listening to the Whatcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Enjoy the podcast. Get yourself a Whatcast t-shirt or a sticker pack. Who was that dude on that one episode? Try the links in Homie's page. All this and more can be found at www.thewattcasters.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.